It's time for the Showtime and Timberwolves Show with your hosts, Paladino Joey and the People's Champ, Vince Germano. Timberwolves fans, it is the Showtime and Timberwolves show. I am your host, Paladino Joey, and with me once again, the People's Champ, Vinrock, Vince Germano. Welcome aboard. Good to be back, uh, Joey. And once again, I'm joined by a nice cold uh, frothy. Yes, me too. Uh, what's the name of yours? I am, uh, as I take a swig, I am drinking a Carlton Draft. Carlton Draft? Carlton Draft. Oh, yes, yes, Carlton Draft. Yep, yep, I remember when you showed me that image and I looked it up on the Beer Advocate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What are you you swigging over there, mate? I would like to introduce, now, it's been around since 2012, but it's something I just, (laughs) the can is priceless. If you like 8-bit video games, it is the coolest (laughs) thing in the world because the name of this beer by Trollgrass is called 8-Bit. It is called 8-Bit, and uh, I mean, I, I would love to advertise for this uh, this one particular beer if, if the tall grass would be willing to, to work with us. I would happily do it. It is a wonderful pale ale. Pac-Man is even uh, licking his chops right now on the can, so it is the coolest thing in the world. Any, uh, any danger of a uh, six-pack coming my way, buddy? Uh, it's they're actually four pack, sixteen ounces, but yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yes, even, even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like the little bit bigger ones. That's pretty cool. Just like Sturley around here, that's a really well known one. Yes. <laughs> so, are we ready to dive into our what we're all about? It's the Showtime and Rules show. Uh, well, with the Lakers right now, you got Nash's nerve situation. What the heck is going on there? And, um, old car. <laughs> well, he's he's a pretty old car. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, if you've been haven't been living under a rock lately, you might have seen the uh, people out there might have seen the uh, little. Um, I think it was Grantland did the uh, little doco on him that they they spruiked a bit. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. No, uh, we check it out. It's on uh, it's on Grantland. I think uh, I think. Um, Good buddy Hank might have posted it as well, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really sad actually. It just uh, Steve Steve talks about uh, he's just talking about um, how every day it's the same thing, and mm. he's trying to rehab, and then he's got doubts, and and you know he talks about how he was never the most explosive player anyway, and yeah. people are saying that you've lost explosiveness, and he's like, well. <laughs> To him, that doesn't really make sense, I guess. And uh, <laughs> yeah. um, 
he knows he can still produce it. It's just uh, his body just won't allow it, which is unfortunate. But my biggest thing that annoyed me was like a week before he came back, he was moving furniture in his home. What? And I don't, why is he moving furniture when you've got a nerve issue in your back? Yeah. Apparently he tweaked it. (laughs) What the? Really? I mean, that's like. Really, uh, I that, that stuns me just a little bit. It's like, okay, I got this big championship boxing match. Okay, now I I know that's not this big playoff run they're in right now or anything just yet. But just imagining if they were at this point, like say it's May or something, and, and you just start moving furniture to to literally like aggravate the problem. Oh, oh, all right then. Yeah, that would that would piss me off too. Yeah, oh, I was I was pissed. I was. First thing I said to myself was, "Why? Just why would you move? You know, it sure, the guy earns enough to uh, pay someone to do that. Surely, you would think so. I mean, these guys make so much money; it's unbelievable. When you consider, let's just say, a CEO of a certain company that I work for made like ten million dollars last year. It's like, okay, that's a lot of money, but like the shoot, I mean, there's a lot of NBA players that make a lot more than that." So it's like, think about it. <laughs> think about how well paid these guys are. Yeah, look, but one thing I did see from Steve Nash on his uh, comeback, and uh, it's it's hard to disagree with him. When he, when his body's right and he's moving free, yeah, yeah, uh, he can still get the job done. I'm not saying he's a 18 and night point guard anymore, uh, but no. 12 points a night and seven, eight, nine assists. He's and he's still a dead eye dick when he when he puts the puts the ball up yeah he does have i mean he when when he's healthy he still's got he still shows the flashes of what he can do out there it's pretty impressive actually but then he's kind of it's kind of like percy harvin on the vikings years ago where well obviously he's still yeah the same issues but i mean it's like really good and then the next day out it's like oh oh okay you know it's just kind of a day-to-day thing well another thing i don't think he should have played the next uh because he came back against you guys Against yep. the Wolves, mm-hmm. and he played against Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweaked it, mm-hmm. and then they said, "Oh, hopefully it'll uh, settle." He's hoping it'll settle down in the morning, and he'll play the next night. No, don't play the next night. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's kind of sad how that is too. Where it's like, if it's back to back, you you just can't put him in there, and that, that's what stage he's at right now. Well, that's it. Or what? I mean, mm-hmm. He he said on this little uh, doco that he wants to get back to moving like a kid again, like he used to. And uh, when he gets it right, he still feels that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he said he totally understands the end of the season. You know, the Lakers might have a 40-year-old point guard on their roster that they might need to get rid of, and he totally understands it. But if I'm him, I'm shutting it. I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, if I'm him, I'm shutting it down for the rest of the way to give myself the best chance to come back healthy next season and just go for one last season. That's about where I would be because, uh, you know, they're they're not mathematically eliminated like we always like to say, but they're not going to make it. And just, just <laughs> like do I don't... I don't really feel good about uh, Timberwolves' chances of making it either. And it's like when, when you're in that situation, you kind of have to... Yeah, it's time to step aside for a bit. Let it heal, hope for the best, and if it doesn't work out next year either, well, all right then. But one way or another, there's a 
good chance the Lakers add somebody somehow, some way, and obviously, you know, adding from within a guy by the name of Kobe, Kobe, (laughs) Kobe, Kobe is going to eventually come back healthy. Hopefully he will stay healthy this time (laughs) for his sake and for your sake. But that's the hope that they both come back healthy and ready to play again. And if, you know, it's all on next year, I think, at this point, because this year it's just... Unfortunately, a lot like last year's Timberwolves team, it's just it's over kind of type of thing. Well, even even if he comes back and plays that uh, John Paxson style role, Ooh, uh, yeah, BJ Armstrong style role, where he, he doesn't, you know, you, you're not, you don't want you don't want him driving to the basket, but mm-hmm. get open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still could be the catch and shoot. That's the side of basketball that can keep you in the game in into your. Well, obviously, if you're a pickup basketball player, well into your 40s, an NBA player at least to your 40s, I guess you'll we'll, we'll say. I mean, Terry Porter's career uh, extended quite a bit when he became a spot-up shooter. Guys like that, as they get older, obviously Ray Allen's become that uh, for the most part, you know, and yep. such. So Steve Nash obviously can shoot the rock, and he's been able to do that since his days at Dallas. So that should be able to extend it at least for one more year, and who knows? Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see how that scenario plays out. So uh, look, we all look. Look, probably in closing, he's just yep. uh, you know he's going to put the work in. We'll just see if the body responds. And that's the hope. That is the hope. It's it's all a matter of time and figuring figuring out what's left. Yeah. So I, I hear you there. Magic Johnson looking to help the Lakers land free agents. Uh, it, for some reason, it sounds like that's not exactly news, but is it? Uh, it's news to me because uh, <laughs> you might have to fill me in, mate. Because I've I haven't heard that one. Just it, it's more or less he just he just kind of wants to help out, try to recruit free agents. He's he's like a, I, I guess he's an unpaid vice president of like operations in there in the the players side of things. Um, I suppose he doesn't need to be paid. I guess uh, <laughs> he sold his stake in 2010, I believe. So he I, I guess he just wants to help. I'm sure seeing the franchise actually not winning, which is is quite strange. So he'd like to get them back on the winning track. <laughs> be it a Carmelo, or uh, I wouldn't recommend that personally, but, <laughs> but you know, be it somebody of that ilk, you know, obviously high-end, uh, hopefully not 42, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, look, look, uh, yeah, well, we'll leave that one alone, shall we? At least for now, right? <laughs> for now, yep, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, who knows? I mean, I suppose he could help. I mean, Supposedly, he was all about, I guess, I don't know, Mr. Forecaster always to talk about Magic Johnson was all beefing up LeBron's image when he was still in high school. Like, oh, Magic Johnson was kind of like that major high school phenom back in his day. LeBron kind of turned, uh, excuse me, Magic kind of turned LeBron into a modern-day Magic, I suppose, of like everybody has to watch this high school phenom. So, who knows, maybe Magic could try to land the ultimate free agent. <laughs> Well, you know what? If you if you if you're a big time free agent and uh, Magic Johnson wants to meet with you, have dinner, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the the respect that he's got, you're probably going to sit down and listen to what he's got to say. Yeah, at least have a conversation. You know, if yeah. if, if it's for the best, it's for the best. Uh, I personally think LeBron would stay in Miami, not because he wouldn't like the glitter of L.A., but. Uh, it seems like that's the that's the right place for him right now, but eh, you never know. Stranger things yeah. have happened, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, like I've said before, I, I reckon uh, we're going to 
have another season that's uh, similar to this one <laughs> next season. And, and just because we're just waiting. We, we, we know who we want, I think. It's just my humble opinion. I, I, think, I think we're going to throw some money at Greg Munro. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, my other illustrious co-host thinks that we might uh, throw a ton of money at Lance Stevenson. Oh, really? That, that's a new one for me. I heard a little bit about Monroe on your uh, yep on the on the great court side there, but uh, Lance Steve. Oh yeah, I guess I heard a little bit about it, but not not so much though. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I could handle Lance. Uh, he's uh, I like him. Yeah, Audley's cousin, should we say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's not really Audley's um, cousin. <laughs> that's our buddy over there, theodman.com. Yes. Uh, but yeah, look, look, uh, look! If we can land, if Magic can get, if anyone can get someone to sign in LA, it's it's, it's certainly Magic. Uh, he's probably got more uh, chance than Jim Bass at this stage. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it seemed like it's just nothing but disaster ever since. Uh, oh, in saying that, Jim Jim Bass, I've said this before. Jim Bass did have Chris Paul. He's yeah. not afraid to make trades. I can go after and pay guys. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that is you, true. You know, he 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 had that deal done. Like, yes. And then David Stern didn't didn't like it, but um, <laughs> that's over and done with. But you're you're a bit worried about uh, Kevin Love getting banged up, mate. Yeah, that is. Uh, as we switch over to the Wolves here for the time being, yes. Uh, it seems like every game, it's like there's like he's laying on the floor holding something. Uh, <laughs> he's holding his elbow because of <laughs> massive contact, holding his knee. That was a little scary, but. Luckily, the second one was just more of like he just kind of banged his knee against another guy. Obviously, over the course of last week, he just fell flat on his neck and tailbone at the same time. That didn't look good. It's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just weird seeing it's like all the time. I I can't even imagine how frustrating it must be. (laughs) I watched uh, watched you guys play the – who did you play on uh, last night? What was it? Your Wednesday night, which was our Thursday. uh... Yes, yes. He's the Doc Brown over there, you know. Duh. Vince has the DeLorean right now. He's he's borrowing it. He's going to bring it back for me in a in a little while, so I can get back to the future. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got to fix the uh, flux capacitor. Um, the flex, yeah, the flux capacitor. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like now you got to. Oh man, don't don't you hate when that fuel line gets gets torn? Oh man. <laughs> We've got the Mr. Fusion on the back now, so uh, it takes rubbish now instead of nuclear power. So uh, uranium. So. Oh my God! Do you realize how close we are to that year? Oh my God! That year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, they, when it took rubbish instead of uh, was it plutonium? Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's it. I said uranium. Yeah, yeah. Might as well be. It's like that's the other terrorist thing that they seem to want to acquire. But no. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast has gone way off track. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I had to. Oh, pardon me. That's, that was nothing, uh-huh. isn't I? I'm sorry. But yeah, we played the Denver Nuggets, one seventeen to ninety. It was about as it was about as entertaining as getting blown out. But at least we were on the positive side of it this time around. Uh, the Polar Wolves, the Polar Vortex, I guess they're <laughs> the North Pole this time. <laughs> it seems like they're the South Pole whenever we play against like Portland or something. But a very easy game. Um, what were you going to say about Love in this one? Uh yeah, I was watching. Um, he had his legs just wrapped in these black compression sleeves, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hate it when I see him in that sort of stuff because I wonder if his legs are hurting or 
I just hate seeing that on Kevin Love. Because the first thought that popped into my mind was, is he going to wear that stuff when he plays for the Lakers? <laughs> Whoa, look at you. Wants to wear the wants to wear the the gold. I guess that would look kind of odd, wouldn't it? Look like Santa's helper or something. I don't know. That's kind of what it looks like, isn't it? It does a little. I'll tell you what. It's uh, you know what? He should just wear knee pads. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, yes, but yeah, seriously. You know, I mean, yeah, it was quite odd to look at. I'm guessing it's because of that bruise. Obviously, when he banged into, uh, I believe that was in the New Orleans game. Well. The other reason why I wanted to wear knee pads is, like, you, you can do an ACL banging knee on knee. Yeah, yes. Yep, Rubio. <laughs> exactly right. And Kobe uh. assassinated Rubio's knee. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, man, I couldn't handle it if Kevin Love went down. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, because you're like, yeah, that's our free agent. Come on, <laughs> bring him over. <laughs> we have to wait two years before he can play for us. No, we don't need that. That we don't need him. Get uh, We don't need to have any injury baggage as he comes over here. We want him healthy. Yep. <laughs> and of course, I'm the Minnesotan, and uh, Vince is the LA guy, which I'm sure. But that's in case there's some new listeners, and I, I sure hope there are. Damn it! But course, anyhow, mm. we've got free beer and uh, hoops talk. How could they not be? Especially when, yeah. Especially when. Uh, what's yours called again, Carlton? Carlton Draft, yep. Carlton Draft, and you got eight bit. Oh, just the, <laughs> just the, just for the can alone. Google eight bit, folks. That's all I got to say. Google it's, it. It's uh, beautiful thing. Yeah, the can, the can is worth a Google. Let me tell you. It, it is. But uh, look, yeah, uh, Kevin Love's still being pretty durable. Yeah, for the, yeah, he keeps getting back up and back out there again. He only missed like a game, so with the uh, sore neck deal. Yep. Good stuff. Unlike Mr. Kevin Martin with a broken thumb, unfortunately, but yeah, mm. I don't just, know. Uh, yeah, you, you, you man there. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Brew Crew. Yeah. Brew. He, he stepped up. He had a good game against Denver. Uh, five steals, yeah. wide receiver. He's back, back on the field again, getting his uh, <laughs> 120 yards, two touchdowns. Kind of looking like um, I can't say he's like Megatron. He's to put on a couple of muscles for that one, but. <laughs> Not not quite uh, not quite Kelvin Johnson style. More like uh, I don't even know Jerry Ross. Jerry Rice, I suppose. I'll I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that, buddy. Hang on a oh, sec. Yes. Oh yes. Mm. Oh no doubt. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Um. Yeah. I mean, the Denver game. Yeah. Of course, that was just kind of a. It was. It wasn't exciting, but at least we. But at least on the positive side in general. Lakers on a couple of, well, you were on, uh, I wanted to say you're on the positive side of something, but what the heck happened in that Utah game? Oh, <laughs> geez. At least yeah. you blew out the Sixers, but sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, well, mate, it's just, uh, you're used to it now. I'm uh, used to it. And look at those guys loving on Trey Burke. What the, loving on Trey Burke and hating on Rubio. Hmm. Yeah, well, have you noticed, uh, you know, they hate on Rubio, but then you notice Trey Burke comes back to play and Gordon Hayward plays like absolute shizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> any chance Burke can uh, get people involved? I think you'd, you'd hope he can, but... Mm. That's where Rubio's got him covered. He, you know, Trey Burke might have a jump shot, but Rubio's got him covered. Yeah, I mean, and the funny part... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rubio's... A, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously Rubio is a better leader of an offense, I got to think, than Trey Burke. Burke, well, uh, mm, it's kind of like a not-so-fast type of thing on the, on the offensive side even. I mean, he, he's kind of in and out still, uh, obviously. Uh, 
Oh boy, I don't know what to. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with Trey Burke. He's like he's up and down, isn't he? I suppose well, it's the old rookie, the old rookie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I was, I was about to say the same thing. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just that old rookie thing. But I think when it's all said and done, I think Rubio's going to have. Uh, he's just going to be the better point guard. He, he is the better point guard. And yes, yep. I do have a massive man crush on on Rubes, but uh, mm-hmm. put that aside, I still think he's going to be the better point guard. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I don't blame you there because I mean the object of playing point guard is to run the offense. It's nice to, as oddly uh, mentioned on the Timberwolves explosion show, he was yeah oddly Stevenson was on Timberwolves explosion. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, uh, that was check it out, guys. That was uh, yeah. That was a great show. That was great to get to know Audley. Mm-hmm. Knows his stuff and um, just he's he's just a great guy, Audley, isn't he? He really is. I mean, it's just like the comfort zone is like, oh, okay, cool. It's like you're always nervous when you're first meeting a guy and it's like, gosh, I want to do a show with him. Man, I never even had a conversation with him. Oh, oh he's pretty cool, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, he's so, a podcasting veteran. Yes, he is. He's, he's, he's like us, old school now, right? Oh, mate, I'm still a rookie compared to you. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm working closer. I dare mention this. I, I don't want to plug too much. But, I mean, obviously, I'm, uh, but I'm getting very close. When you combine all my show numbers together, episode numbers, I'm very close to number 400, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> Perilously close. I, I still can't even believe that when I think about that. Oh, boy. But You'll have to have a massive, uh, massive... Uh shindig when you get to 500 mm, oh 500 would be awesome yep that's probably me, about me, a year away yep mm-hmm. me and hank might have to come over for that one that would be awesome oh man live show live show on <laughs> national television no yeah oh man have the, have the frothies on ice mate little frothies and a little eight bits and, and carlton yes yes you can, get, you can get carlton draft over there can't you i i haven't personally seen it but probably somehow some way Oh, now you can definitely get Fosters. Ugh. Nobody Fosters. drinks that here. That's funny. You know, it's like everybody's acting like, oh, that's the symbol of Australia. It's like, probably not, huh? <laughs> nah. So, it was big. It was big when I was growing up. Like, uh, my dad used to have it when he came home from work. And, and, like, this is, I'm talking, like, early 80s. Yeah. Oh, yes. But uh, nobody drinks it here now. Like, it's it's either VB, Carlton, or we go for the, uh, like, Heineken's or Miller or... Budweiser, stuff like that. Nobody drinks it. Nobody mm. drinks it here. Mm-hmm. Miller. Oh. <laughs> I kind of look at Miller the way you might look at Foster's. Yeah, me personally. <laughs> of course, the Timberwolves yeah. are huge. You know, they uh, Miller's a huge sponsor to the Wolves. But uh, okay, yeah, we, yeah. we get Miller Chill here. Oh, okay. The yeah, lime. I, yeah, and uh, there was another one with like a splash of salt in it, that which was I didn't like that one, but. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, uh, I, I like just about anything with lime in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not me, not me. I don't mind the chill though. Chill's chill's okay. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, when you come over here, mate, I'll I'll get you um I'll get you pissed on a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of beer. Joey, no Miller for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you're not going to come to Australia and drink American beer, are you? No, no, that would be a, <laughs> uh, unless it's eight bit. But okay. <laughs> well, you should come on your honeymoon, mate. I'll keep going, yeah. It's one of these, yeah. I mean, I I wish. I'm oh, I gotta. This this show needs a couple of ad, advertisers first. <laughs> if you know what I mean, that's a little hint. Yeah. hint, hint. Yeah. Uh, anyone? Anyone? We've got millions of downloads. So um, 
Oh yes. You got that. You got that LA market going for us. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I do appreciate that, by the way. Trust me. Mm. Uh, well, you know, all I say, mate, Lakers equal ratings. They they should. They should. <laughs> they um, they, I mean, that was a impressive, I mean, a fairly impressive battle against the OKC Thunder, though. They just, a, gosh, just a, just a, just last night on on TNT. Yeah, hung in there all the way. I, I, I It's funny, I, I'm Stu Benson uh, messaged me on Facebook and said, uh, you know, we're not doing too bad. And um, mm. I said to him, I'll just wait till Durant wakes up. And sure enough. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, my goodness. In a big way. Like I said recently, if he was a hockey player, he'd be getting hat tricks like every night. He'd be throwing <laughs> hats on the ice every night. Uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. when he doesn't score 40, we're like, how come he didn't score 40? It's like we introduce him. We, we, we expect him to, to score 40 now. It's, he's just on fire. Oh, talk about Jersey worthy. Uh-oh, copyright oh, infringement. <laughs> he's special. I mean, every That's... time I hear the word Jersey worthy, it's like Kevin Durant. I, I just like say it to myself, <laughs> it's Kevin Durant. Uh, shooting percentage is pretty crummy, actually, but still, 43 points uh, made all of his free throws. I, I mean, I never like when somebody shoots double-digit threes and they make like three of them. It's like, okay, come on, slow down a little bit. But still, they one. just mm-hmm. they walked in. They walked into Staples and weren't switched on. That's what it was. Pretty much, right? Yeah, like you know, some of the best, like the it seemed like always the best type of teams. That's what they do. They just turn the switch on. Yep. Miami. Yep. Uh-oh. I mean, you, you can do it. You can do it against us and on that. But I mean, if, that, if they were playing Miami, they they would have come in. You know, game face on from the start. Yeah, that's World War Three. Those two. Yeah, could, that's exactly right. Could be a rematch, but I'm kind of leaning a little bit towards uh, towards Hoosierville a little bit still in the East, if you can believe it or not. Mm. Quite yeah, I'll tend to tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The uh, the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers are coming. Yeah, I mean that was a nice game though. It was a nice game for the Lakers. Obviously, multiple players. Excuse me, of course, multiple, but six players in double digits. Wesley Johnson just continuing to be strong. Look at that, forty-two I, I, minutes. I have no problem with Wes Johnson this year. He's uh, been a nice surprise packet. <laughs> uh, still not worthy of pick number four that you guys got him at. But yeah, yeah, I'm still offended by that one. <laughs> and you should be, but. Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm happy to keep him around for years to come. If he's coming off the bench and, and you know, giving us eight points a night and breaking out for the odd 20 a night. He's done that a few times this year. He's busted into the uh, high 20s. Yeah, or playing 42 minutes as a starter against Kevin Durant. Shoot. Not so, bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, even Chris Kamen's just uh, just tapped into his inner Hakeem Olajuwon and just dropping mm-hmm. big numbers. He's doing very good. He's doing very good. 10, 19 and 10, 6 assists. I mean, because he, he is a good passer. Uh, another extremely good passer has been Kendall Marshall. What the heck? Who's this guy again? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mate, what a find. Uh, and didn't we need to find it? We needed yeah. to find him. We needed to just... Uh, he's got to stick around, doesn't he? I would hope so. I mean, if you get a find like that, you have to keep him. I mean, talk about your inner Magic Johnson. My goodness. <laughs> nice trade for them. Uh, obviously acquiring him from the Phoenix Suns for 13th oh, pick. No, we got him. Excuse we got me. him. 
We got him off the waiver. Off the waiver. Uh, well, he he got waived by Washington. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I was thinking trade. I pardon me, but what the hell were they thinking? <laughs> I mean, some sometimes though. Sometimes it's like that where you just give up on somebody, and in comes the free agent, and yeah, well, that's it. And they blow up. I mean, yeah, I mean, Wesley Johnson was basically sent packing. I mean, we basically waived him because you know the only reason we traded him was to get cap space. That's all we wanted was cap space. Just. Because his four million was taking up so much money, so <laughs> oh no! So we had to take for nothing, <laughs> so we could get Karolinko. And how handy would Wes Johnson be off the bench for you guys right now? Isn't that sad? I mean, it's so sad. And it's funny we traded him also because just well, it's not no use for him. And we traded Corey Brewer because we thought Wesley Johnson was going to have that role. It's just ah, oh, it just gets weirder, doesn't it? <laughs> Ooh. Well, a wise man out there once said that uh, team rules were run by chimps. So, um, <laughs> you remember who that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our good buddy there, Hank McCoy. But uh, listen to that guy <laughs> stirring up the pod, mate. That's what he does. <laughs> but how, how about uh, I saw Shabazz got uh, what twelve minutes the other night against the Nuggets. It's unbelievable, isn't it? No. Uh, Shabazz, yeah. Well, he got six minutes against the Nuggets, in per se. Um, five points off the bench. Well, obviously off the bench. Where else is he coming from, anyway? I would love to see him start. I mean, because you never know. You never know with that well, son of a gun. You know what? Why isn't Adelman, Rodeo, Kevin Martin's out. Shabazz, yeah. here's your time. Let's see what you got, young fella. I mean, what does Adelman have to lose? I just don't understand, because what is he seeing... What is he seeing out of the current roster, the current situation that's giving them such a – that's really giving them such a win now? Look, they're three games below 500, and that's after – that's after beating the Nuggets by 30 points. I mean, really? And who and who, who started <laughs> that game at the two-guard? That guy. That guy. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, Chase Budinger, which I'm not really a fan. I, I don't see it. Don't you? No, I like Chase. I like Chase. Really? No, yeah, I do. I'm so... <laughs> I mean, I I can understand why you'd like him, but it just seems like he's always like, well, he'll he'll get hurt and then he'll come back and it's just not the same. And it's like, okay, I guess oh, we'll just wipe off this year off the slate. Okay, next year, here we go. Here he comes. Oh, he's hurt already. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yes, but you're right. He has been hurt a bit, but he seems he uh, he seems to be getting better with each game. Well, with body wise, hopefully. But uh, oh, he better be. Mm. But Adelman <laughs> knows what he's going to get from Brewer and Budinger and Berea. Yes. Oh, Berea. Oh. And I honestly think Shabazz would respond if he gets put in the in the uh, starting lineup just till Martin gets back. Yeah, I mean, even in like an extended reserve role, finally he started looking pretty damn good against the Portland. Trailblazers the other, you know, like last week there. I mean, he, uh, you know who I kept comparing him to, and I know I'm going to get laughed at for this, but it's just a small comparison. He's got a little Chuck in him. A little bit. Chuck. That Chuck. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, he I don't does. see that. Huh? <laughs> I don't see that. Oh, look at me. You know what it is? Okay. It's the way he kind of, I, I, I don't know, and I, I know it's kind of crazy, and I don't mean it like he's a future all-star or anything, and that's, I know the part that I'm going to get ripped, and I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the, <clears throat> the, the bar fight of the week award right out of the gate, but <laughs> uh, it's the way he backs into people, the way he kind of powers in, I, I guess. Yep. That's yep. what I. That's what I see. That's about it. I mean, I'm not seeing the explosiveness and the 
34 point games and all that stuff and the 17 rebounds and all that. I'm not seeing that, yeah. but it's the way he kind of powers in. I, I, I like the, I like that about him, I suppose the way he kind of backs people into the, into the lane. Well, if you, if you remember, uh, uh, I was I was pretty high on the uh, Wolves getting Shabazz. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked that decision. I, I, I do remember that. Yep. I, I didn't think he'd be getting DNP coach's decisions. So, uh, I thought he'd get minutes. I thought he could help the Wolves straight away. I could help, you know, with the scoring off the bench. Uh, you know, and being a rookie, he's not going to be super consistent all the time with minutes. But yeah. yep. play him and develop him. That's that's all we're saying. It's been an ongoing ongoing rant and. Tim Rule's explosion, and uh, on on this show as well. It's uh, why isn't he playing? And obviously, and I, I, I'm just waiting for the day, you know, because obviously this past week there was, you know, because I have the ESP, the Watch ESPN app, or is it called? No, not we have that, but I'm in Sports Center now. It used to be just called Score Center for ESPN, yep. where it'll give you updates, and then boom, up oh, Maurice Cheeks fired. You know, shock of the year. Okay, I'm glad that happened for the Detroit Pistons fans. I mean, why they hire him in the first place? I think Dumar should go with him. But <laughs> um, I'm just waiting for the day. It's dun dun dun. You know, Rick Adelman fired as Timberwolves coach because it's. I mean, there's no reason this team should be three, four games under 500. I mean, no. it's not. It's not the best roster in the world, but three, four games under. Yeah, no, that's. You should, if anything, it should be three, four, five games above. Yeah, I mean these these lineups are irresponsible as far as I'm concerned. He's not yeah. doing a good job. He's just not. I mean Berea playing whole fourth quarters. What what are the, what what is this? Yeah, it's, well, mate, we've seen it before. He's got history. He's got history. Yep, yeah, with, with the Warriors, with uh, Pumpa's Warriors, long long ago in a galaxy the, uh, far far away. Yeah, it didn't work. The Sacktown Kings, the Kings as well. They used to do it to. Jason Williams, he used to throw him on the bench in the fourth fourth quarter and uh, play Bobby Jackson. Yeah, in in a way that was kind of good, I guess. I mean, Jackson is a great was a great defensive player, but you know, obviously, Jason Williams had a lot of potential at the time being. Um, he did let go of a certain <laughs> a certain forecaster brought this one up, and the Wolves let him go next. A certain wing player that had a very productive career later on. You know his name. Oh, man. So he was at hmm? he was at he was at uh, Sacramento. Yes. Yep. Wing player. Mm-hmm. He ended up coming to the Wolves the next year as a as a player training camp invitee, and we quickly cut him. And then he wound up on an expansion team very soon after that. <laughs> oh man! As soon as you say the name, right. I'm going to flip out. Should I say? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I better say it right away before the <laughs> Gerald <laughs> Wallace. Yeah. Really? Pretty good player, huh? Not bad. Wow. Gerald Wallace got no playing yeah. time in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yep. He buried him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And then Flip cut him after that, so it makes us look even worse. Flip, Flip and Adelman. <laughs> <laughs> flip and Adelman. Oh, oh dear. Mm. Chimps. Chimps are back. The chimps are running these home. They are back. They are ba- oh look at us! I'm already ripping the. Well, but then again, that's okay. I, that that's what we're here to do, right? That's the name well, of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we're just we're just uh, we're just having a chat and talking about what we see, pretty much. Yeah, I mean that's the name of the game. If if they can't take it, well, too bad, right? Have another drink, I always say. I I'll drink to that. Oh yes. So basically, sums it up. I mean, the wolves had a. The struggles continue. Nice game against Denver. 
okay. You know, after the All-Star break, we go. Uh, All-Star game, not what I used to like years ago. Uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not something I would, like, sit and do podcasts about necessarily, like like a whole show about. Maybe a little, middle, like a segment or something, but mm, depending on how entertaining it was. Uh, how, how do you feel about the All-Star game? Uh, I can't watch it. Hide it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm nowhere near where, you know, I mean, back in the 90s, oh my goodness, it was so cool, wasn't oh. it? How about the one, uh, 95 in, uh, Minnesota, was it? Yeah, that was, uh, 90, 93, 94, and, uh, this will head towards the segment we are about to debut on this show, because we're, you know, we're getting the, getting this show more into the organized range without, without being overly organized to bore you to death out there like other shows. <laughs> Um, but we're heading towards the Retro Wolf, and uh, there was a certain Timberwolf that won the Slam Dunk title at that same event, or that oh, same weekend, yeah. pardon me. Oh, yes, I know who that was. Yeah, the, the East Bay Funk. The East Bay uh, Funk. Uh, Isaiah Ryder. That's the guy. <laughs> Isaiah Ryder is my Retro Timberwolf of this week, or Retro that, Timberwolf. Mm-hmm. That is a great pick. Yeah, it's perfect timing, isn't it? And won a ring. He did, didn't he, with the Lakers? He's <laughs> a Showtime and T Wolf. Uh, he, he is one of the one of the guys. Wesley Johnson's one. Yeah, he's a you Showtime T Wolf. If we ever want a guest, we should uh, we should try and get Isaiah Ryder on. He can talk about his time in the T Wolves and talk about riding the pine. And uh, <laughs> actually, he wasn't too bad with us. He gave us uh, nearly eight points a game that year, on from memory. So um, yeah. Yep. But at the end of the day, he's got a championship ring at home. So yes, he does. And pointing to his nipple every time he hits a three-pointer, and <laughs> <laughs> dunking between his legs, and yeah, frozen pipes in April. Yeah, frozen pipes in April. Um, frozen. You know when we had frozen pipes here in this house, and this is the kind of house that that it could happen. Is uh in in this place okay? <laughs> okay. It was about twenty below. Yep. Let's get below. It's not yep. 20 below in April, is it? <laughs> no. So obviously there's a slight uh, slight uh, mis, mis, uh, information there from Mr. Ryder. He had some other pipes, I'm, I'm tipping. What's that? I'm, so he had some other pipes, did he? Yes, yes. Yep, he was very uh, very, very well known for that. Yep. Are, are you ready? No, that's, a, that's, that's a good pick. I like that. Yeah. Good fan of guys there. Mm-hmm. So I suppose you want mine. I do. Your retro Laker, yes. Well, this guy, and if Hank McCoy is listening, which I'm sure he will be, uh, he, he probably knows which one. <laughs> he probably knows which one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the man with the funky glasses. And you know what? I love him, <laughs> Kurt Rambis. <gasps> and uh, yes, I know he sucked as a coach at the <laughs> T Wolves, but and both, yeah. He uh, he did well for us when he coached when he filled in for Rudy T. And mate, uh, what was he? Three time NBA champion. Wasn't flashy. Wasn't the most skilled. But geez, you knew you were playing when you were playing on Kurt Rambis. He just uh, worked his ass off and hustled and dived on the floor for loose balls and just one of my all time favorite Lakers. He was certainly something, wasn't he? Yep, obviously the victim of Mr. McHale too, but but then again, I mean that's just part of that. That's just part of history though. I mean it's it's a it, it's a cool part of a basketball time that we miss, I suppose. 
Yeah, look, just characters we don't get anymore, really, is it? No, exactly. I mean, you it's just it's two ticky-tack fouls, and then, of course, on the last play of the game, you can do whatever you want, it seems like, but the rest of the game, you can't touch anybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, last part of the game, you can check the guy into the third row, practically, and, oh, there's no foul. Yeah, see, today, a guy like Kurt Rambis, if he, if he got drafted, you know, late second round, or if he didn't get drafted at all, he, he'd go to the training camps and... I don't reckon he'd get a game today, even though he could contribute, I think, in today's game. He just, just his look and I just don't see anyone giving him a shot, you know. doesn't look like that. But uh, no, he's a winner, three-time champ, and uh, in my mind, he's a Laker legend, so I love him. Yeah, I mean, and, and why not? I mean, obviously, if they can give Greg Steamsma, if people, if Greg Steamsma is worthy of an NBA spot, you know, I mean. It, that's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, so much parody in the league with the expansion, but. I suppose it's been a while since the last one, but there's always, I mean, there's always good and there's bad in all these professional leagues out there. Mm, do you have a, <laughs> dare we, dare we debut another bit here as we wrap up segment number one and then head into the fan interaction? It is sure. called, yeah. What do you like to call it? I'll, I'll let you debate, uh, debut it, pardon me. We like to call it the bar fight and it's anything that, uh, <laughs> it's anything that, uh, annoys us about our team or anything, anyone that uh, annoyed us about our team this week or, any, you know, just anything that we didn't like that happened. So I guess I'll, I'll give you mine. I, yeah. I once again will give, I would love to, uh, look, I, I want to, would love to get a beer bottle and just donk him over the head with it. Mm-hmm. And that's Mike D'Antoni for only now <laughs> discovering that Chris Kamen is on his roster. <laughs> Really? Well, I mean, he's only just started playing him extended minutes, and Cayman's responded beautifully. I mean, he was there all year. Yeah, yeah, he was. Next to Gasol, but no. Start Sacre and whoever else. Brian Kelly, for God's sake. Brian Kelly. Sacre Blue, you know, (laughs) basically, right? (laughs) Uh, Well, look, Sacre's just a backup. Yeah. Can't tell D'Antoni that. Yeah, it, that kind of stuff could just drive you nuts. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was wondering where the heck Cayman was all this time, too. Uh, I, look, when we got him, I, I thought, you know what? We're going to be competitive. Him and Gasol up front, we're going to be competitive at least. And then D'Antoni stuffs everything up. So Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> that winner that he is. Mm, uh. so who, who, would, uh, who would you like to throw a barstool at? I would like to throw a bar stool at the guy that likes to have people sit on the bar stool for very, very extended periods of time. Um, similar reasons <laughs> that you may feel about the, uh, excuse me, Dan Tony. I keep trying to say Dan Tony, which is really a completely inaccurate way to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he likes to have people ride the pine, and uh, Dan Tony liked to have Cayman ride the pine. I, I mean. And, oh, we, we discovered that Shabazz Muhammad can give you 12 points off the bench in, like, 12 minutes or something against a <laughs> fairly good team. So then we just sit him right back down. Yeah, the hell with that, you know. Let's just put let's just put old, old meniscus out there. I don't know. <laughs> Red-headed stepchild. Okay, that was really mean. But <laughs> Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Edit that out, Joe, right? No. Well, he's not, he's not coming on the show. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm just kidding, Chase. I'm just kidding. Stay, stay healthy, Chase. Stay healthy. Um, and when he is healthy, he he looks good at times. But I would like to see Shabazz Muhammad play a little bit more. Not that I think he's the you know the second coming. 
Gorgie Jang could be the second coming of a nice shot blocking center that yep. uh, obviously he doesn't play at all. Um, really appreciate what Trey has been doing, but to the point, Rick Adelman is just frustrating as all hell. Berea playing whole fourth quarters, Berea playing half of the fourth quarter. Uh, Berea being able to do as much as he does. Oh, I, you know, come on, Rick, come on now. Here's a, here's a bar stool for you. WWE style, just brought across the back. Yeah, yeah. Then he can do that. Jesus Christ! No, <laughs> that's what he likes to say all the time. Uh, oh, Rick, I, you know, I really was excited when he got here. Gosh, so excited, and it's just the same old Minnesota every, luck. Hmm? Yep, you had every reason to be. I mean, he, he's yeah. been a great coach over the years, but uh, yeah. something not right in Minnesota with him. It's just the wrong, uh, wrong marriage, I suppose. Yep. That's where it is at this point in time. So, those are some nude bits to debut. And possibly we'll bring in some sound effects and such later on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're burning the midnight oil at this point in time. It's just one of those things. That's how it happens. And, uh, well, that's how that's how a lot of my shows are, actually. <laughs> that's, on, that's on me there with that. But um, ultimately... We're going to put the wraps on this segment, and then we're going to jump in with a little bit of fan interaction and such right after this. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply search for and download Showtime and Timberwolves on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, find us on the Double Twist app. And for Windows and Blackberry, search for us in the store icon. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Vince Germano. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T-Wolves. Follow us on Twitter at Showtime T-Wolves and at Finrock44. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Now back to Paladino and Vinrock. And we are back on the Showtime and T-Wolves show. Time for a little fan interaction. So we will jump right into the Facebook page. Got a little bit on here, which is always fantastic. Really appreciate you guys. Well, um, we'll start off with Hank McCoy asking you a question there, Vince. He says, who would you draft for the Lakers next season? Oh, easily. Uh, I want I want uh, Jabari Parker or Julius Randle. Hmm, Julius Randle? Over, over Wiggins? Yep. Ooh. Absolutely. I'm not. Uh, I think Wiggins is going to be a very good player, but I, I just like. Uh, I'd like to get a. From what I've seen of Parker and Randall, I'm mm-hmm. I want those two. Either one of those two would be really nice. Yeah, I would think Parker. I mean, obviously the centers. It seems like, I don't know. I I have this. I have this. Uh, what do they call that word? Complex against like drafting centers number one, unless it's like the most obvious thing in the world. I mean, yeah. it's just so many busts. Oh. Oh. There is, there is. There Joel is. Embid is the guy I'm leaning towards with the Kansas on that one. Hey, yep. Nothing personal, obviously. Maybe he'll go on to be great, but it's just, I don't know. You got Odin with the injuries. You got, oh, you got all the candy. I don't even want to, oh, I, I can't even go there ever again without, like, depressed. All of a crafty. All of stiff, yep. Uh, but, yeah, no, look, I think Parker and Randall just – I've seen a lot of their games this, this year, thanks to uh, Pumper getting me on there. But uh, 
That's... Yeah, I love what I see. They've got all the tools that I think can make them into really, really good NBA players. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Not, not Mr. Dante Exum, huh? No. <laughs> nah, you big not really. not, he's not little, but the Aussie point guard. No, nah, not, not really. I'm not sold on him either. Yeah. I mean, wrong as an Aussie, I hope he is a super, an out and out superstar, but mm-hmm. um, like he's 6'5, six, 6'6 six, six nearly, I think. Uh, some huge wingspan. He, he, yeah. He's, he is an awesome point guard, but I'm just not uh, sold on Dante Exum yet. Perhaps a bit raw, I suppose. Only 18. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm scared of, but you never know. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's played he's played for Australia, so um, which you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, ouch. Ooh. Um, look, hopefully he's got good uh, good pedigree, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd be with you on the Parker angle. I mean, that's probably about where. I, yeah, that's about where I would go. Parker or Wiggins, kind of. I'd want to watch them extensively. Parker's obviously bigger, stronger. They're the same height, but, yeah, Parker's larger. So, well, there you go. There you go. The only thing the only thing I don't like, it seems like a lot of Duke guys don't go on to be great, except Kyrie Irving, it seems like. <laughs> He'll kind of, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, that could be a discussion that could go on forever. But, yep, yep. obviously, injuries and all that. But, I don't know. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's, another, that's another ism right there. Joey-ism. Uh Hank McCoy saying, Joey! <laughs> when is Rick Edelman's contract with the T-Wolves up? That was awesome. <laughs> uh, he, did, he did ink a five-year deal, and this is year number three, but, I mean, is it really year number three? It feels like year number eight. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's only year number three. It's probably because all the damn injuries and stuff. Um, but it was a five-year deal, and uh, all indications are, if he doesn't get fired, he's going to quit, I, I, I think, because just obviously his, his wife is not feeling well. Um, he did miss the Houston game for personal reasons. They didn't state why, but probably 99% chance it is his wife. He missed extended time last year for that. Uh, he, uh, that would be a reason why he would resign, I would think. Or obviously the fact that the team is not getting anywhere. It's driving him nuts, all that stuff. But at the same time, if Flip Saunders were to announce that Rick Edelman's not returning as coach uh, today, tomorrow, it wouldn't surprise me either. Just just because, um, I mean, you don't make trade downs and get guys that could be helpful, and you and your coach just never plays them, doesn't develop them, and obviously Derek Williams too. Another conversation there, but I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly right, mate. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for that that alert. I look every time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting for mine too. Mm-hmm. It's One it's day. coming. <laughs> One day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Kalen Woods, Kalen Woods, saying Steve Nash can give it up now if he is not even able to make it through games. Yeah, that's another. Yep, I, I think this is the second in a row since his return. Surely it's time to retire. Uh, he's showing the Bleacher Report alert, saying so they do it too. I didn't even realize that. Uh, that Lakers announced Steve Nash will not return for second half versus Jazz due to nerve root irritation. And I think we both uh, replied to that post and uh, mm-hmm. pretty much it's our thoughts. We probably covered it early in the show. So, yeah, we just both think we should shut it down. 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. That's where I'm. That's where I'm leaning. And uh, Kalen was also saying, from what I've read, not being able to watch, what he started, why he, I mean, he started. Why is he still starting? Why is he still starting when he, re- uh, the minute he returns? I know we have injury issues, but fucking hell, we have four point guards, <laughs> at least one who stays healthy. Yeah. Oh, look, totally, totally understand where you're coming from, Kalen. And uh, yeah. uh, look, I think every Laker to a man was thinking, why is he starting? No. You know, if he comes back for a month and comes off the bench for a month and he shows he can get through games, yeah, then start him. I mean, it's Steve Nash for crying out loud. But, yeah, no, I totally agree. Why is he starting? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. And look at Kendall Marshall, you know, young Zing and Zigger, Zin and Zigger. So get him out yep. there, you know. Yep. Get him, let, let him play. Get his Steve Nash-type numbers with the assists, at least. Yeah, well, that's a, <laughs> he's doing a good job so far. So far, yep, yep. Very impressed. Averaging about nine and a half assists a game for <laughs> the Lake Show. The Leading Lake the league in three point percentage as well. He is. It's I yes. can't even believe it. It's crazy. And and we all know how Steve Blake at times can go off as well if out of uh from from downtown. Yep, yep. He's uh streaky, the old yeah. Blake Mm-hmm. He's got a little Anthony Peeler in him, doesn't he? Yeah. That's another yep. retro guy. Ugh. <laughs> Play for the Wolves also. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers. And Another the Lakers. Showtime T-Wolf, yep. He was uh, our first lottery pick since Magic Johnson, I think. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. It's just weird. I mean, the, Lake, yeah, the Lakers' history is just something else. It's because we win championships, Joey. Championships. Wait, what? Wait, what are those again? Yeah, you, <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't know what they are. <laughs> Uh, at least not. I mean, in Major League Baseball, that's about it. The the, the Your Dodgers... trophy cabinet's empty, buddy. Huh? Your trophy cabinet's empty, mate. Yeah, it's very empty. Oh man, <laughs> it is so Sorry. empty. Sorry, mate. <sighs> Killing me over here. You're, you're starting to sound like a Packer fan over here. <laughs> over here's. <laughs> uh, oh, so now we'll switch very briefly over to Twitter here, and then wrap up the show. Um, Nick Carl gave us, gave us a follow. He said, we'll do fellas. And I was asking, yep, you know, to add us, check us out and such. So we do appreciate that. Um, Tom Gorgon was saying, hello, thoughts on Shabazz. And I was saying how he played really well. This is the Portland game, of course. Um, I was saying he should be playing and he adds a scoring punch off the bench. It's just as simple as that. He should be playing. Um, that's basically what it is. Obviously not starter minutes, but. You know, yeah, and I know I'm rehashing the same thing over and over again, but I'm sure a lot of the fans out yep. there want to keep going in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's you're no, you're right. It is that simple. Mm-hmm. It really is, isn't it? I have a feeling he's going to be a Laker at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I just have that feeling. UCLA and all that. <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know. Shabazz with 38. Okay, sorry. Oh, you never know. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, wouldn't surprise me. All right. So with that, I mean, it's just an ongoing uh, saga. We're, we'd like to bring better news. There's there's always some good news here and there. Obviously, Kendall Marshall and all that. And mm, Kevin Love, obviously, all-star starter. Best of luck. Hoping for the best there. All-star game, I'm not fearing injuries or anything in a game like that. It's very defense-free. defense, defense free and Yep. Just a little, just just be safe. I don't think Kevin Love's going to try to do any uh, Dominique Wilkins impressions out there, so he'll he'll probably be okay. 
<laughs> people were scared for his health going out there. It's like, you know, it's that. yeah, not in the All Star game. That's they're they're in a padded room there. It's just a light. Uh, it's a leisurely stroll up and down the court. That one. Literally, yep. There's no there's no real effort in a game like that. They're just kind of having fun. Just having fun putting on a show, just like we just like we try to do here. This is the this is the All Star All Star podcast right here. <laughs> this is this is the All Star game, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not watching a, a, a not uh, even watching a scary COVID. Mm. The the only reason I'll watch is maybe to see lo- how Love's doing, but after other than that, nah, I don't know. I just I'm just longing for the days of Dominique and Michael and Larry telling everyone who's taking second. <laughs> mm. Those days are long gone, brother. Oh my, they they sure are. They sure are. 25 years or so. Oh, boy. I miss it. So with that, as long as I'll... I'm just going to have to keep missing it because it ain't coming back, as you say. Uh, I guess that's about should about put the wraps on this one. Do you have any final thoughts heading out here? Uh, no, just uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Downloads, tell a friend. Yes. And uh, where can they find us? They still can... They can definitely find us on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. And, of course, yeah. the Twitters, we're all in the jingles over there. <laughs> the Vinrock44 at uh, Showtime T-Wolves. Showtime T-Wolves. Hopefully we're not confusing you too much, but Twitter only gives us so much space. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com, Showtime and T-Wolves. See? See? <laughs> uh, it kills us, doesn't it? it I should have killed the and. Hmm. Just is what it is. So, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Do give us a rating on iTunes if you could. We'd appreciate it. We'll give you a shout-out, and um, there you go. But don't forget to give us a call as well. We, we mentioned that one in the jingle, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. We will return next week. We probably won't talk too much about any all-star stuff. And then... <laughs> And we will uh, banter around. We will enjoy some 8-Bit, some Carlton, and uh, go from there. For the wraps on this one. Take care, everybody. Go Timberwolves. Go Lakers.